Welcome to episode 65 of the Nailed It Wall. We're, we're getting up there, partner. Ooh. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Miss Gofield. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about a glider project. We're going to talk about somebody reaching out about Moxie Girls. And we're going to talk about robots. Talking about robots, people. And podcasting. Oh, don't, I, and I forgot podcasting <laughs> there. All right, people, buckle up and enjoy the ride. All right, Miss Gofield. We start off every episode, how you nailed it or failed it. How how did you crush it this week? Well, actually, it kind of goes in line with my, um, one of the things we're going to talk about. So I'm trying to do pod, well, I'm not trying to do, I'm doing podcasting with my students. And before you go on, can you tell me some of the topics that you have for your podcast? Because I'm loving all of your topics. You want me to tell you right now before my, okay. okay. All right, go on. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. So the, I went to an ISTE um, presentation on student podcasting and I came out so fired up because I found an. That's on, why we're back here. Yeah. It fired us up to get back into podcasting. It really did. And so I found an online, like a computer based online um, a streaming, like a recording podcasting site. And I thought, this is going to be amazing because then they can record right to their computers. There was a way to do it. Um, multiple computers connected. It, there was, it was just so phenomenal. Tried it out at the conference. I was so excited. And it. Um, we got to class, made sure that the site wasn't blocked, all was well. But then when they went to try to record, it uh, is blocked. So that was a huge, well, again, yes, it's a fail because it didn't work. Um, I pivoted and it, and we're going to make it work, but I'm feeling a little discouraged because like I've said multiple times, I've lost all my iPads because IT said they couldn't support them anymore. And podcasting is not going away for me. Like this is a priority. This is something I feel strongly about doing with my students. And I am working all these different angles to bring this to my students. And I thought this would finally be a good option to record. And so it's a roadblock. But that was my failed it because that was what they were supposed to do that day is practice. Do a practice run so they can get the kinks out before they sit down with the podcasting equipment. And so because they couldn't do it, what happens, Mr. Lane, when things go wrong? A lot of times, what do I always say? Sometimes you don't choose something to go wrong, but it opens up a new door for us, right? And that has been the story of we our called lives. an audible. And we did. We called Football it, lingo. Yeah, so well played. And because of that, I still wanted them to practice and get the kinks out. So I thought, well, they're not going to be able to record on anything. I want them to just do it maybe then live. And so then I said to you, I think I'm going to have the kids perform uh, a five-minute segment of their podcast live in front of the class, and then we'll open it up to peer review where we can give feedback right then in the moment so that by the time they sit down to record, they have heard from listeners and got some ways to improve and, you know, whatever. And so I have not done this in the past. I have done podcasting with the students in the past, but it's been in like kind of an evolving project with me. And so I thought, well, I have no idea how this is going to go. I will tell you, I absolutely loved it. I It's definitely out of the kids' comfort zones, right? But it's a small class. So it's nice because STEM 
typically we have smaller numbers a lot of times, which is nice. And so, and they've, at this point, they've been together from what, a month and a half, I think. And so they've developed relationships. So they're more comfortable and, and understand failure is just going to be it. And, and not to be embarrassed because there's a lot of times I have kids do peer review and give, you know, feedback. So they're getting kind of immune to me in that way, which is a good thing. So we, did those live and anyway I don't want to keep going on this because I want to hear your failure we'll we'll circle back because then we can no, talk keep about going it. you're on a roll sure? I love okay. it yes like, okay this is this is we we, we got we're calling audible like okay. Okay. We, we, we just I roll, love this we project roll so with the punches like I will tell you I feel this year I feel so invigorated as an educator because all these things that you and I feel so strongly about we are actually getting to implement and see growth and and kind of learn alongside of our students and that's been really cool so they did the live podcast and I was really strict with them I had them I still had them record on their computers a practice one but where they didn't have to be in front of the the video just their voice so that they can hear themselves and kind of get used to that part they had to create podcast art again shout out to canva because amazing. they are amazing canva, the greatest tool yeah. in all of education so they had a Bar lot of fun none. yeah i had a lot of fun with that that was so cool so they had to come up with the podcast art and so then they're doing the live performance and so we all were sitting there. And, and it's, it's just so cool because so many of these podcasters are going, we, we love Jason Bateman and yeah. Jason Sudeikis and how they've turned that into like a, a whole reality show of just their podcast going around the country. Well, Dax, and, wait, who's and, it? The Kristen Bell's husband? Yeah, Dak Shepard. Yeah. Like, that's so cool, right? Yeah, like, to do that live. live podcast. And we know how much I love Bill Simmons and the Podfather. Like, if he had, like, and so when the Super Bowl's in town, like, I mean, they, they just open up these things for... A Q and A for people to come and attend, like, uh, like you know, it's like kind of like a before live studio audience. Yeah, and at ISTE, I think who they would think were like doing... podcasts like so many years ago that right. would be a, a real thing? And and the fact that you took this chance with your students is truly amazing. Well, I thought you know let's give it a try and see where it goes. But ISTE, I didn't think about this until later. But ISTE had podcasters and they were doing it live yeah. there as well. So you know, when I think about it, it, is kind of a way that podcasting is evolving. I think. So my kids, yes, were a little bit nervous, but I really tried to just snuff out nerves and just make it very much a conversation. Like, hey, so what do you guys think? I'm going to pause you right here. Let's, let's talk. And so they kind of forgot that everybody was watching them and they realized everyone was invested in their podcast. So then it was just this really cool experience. And so we talked about things that we liked and like, oh, what do you think about this? So some of the podcasts that we have, one I am super, super delighted about because um, the amazing, our dear friend, Mrs. Hoffpower, is starting a peer uh, mediators program. So peer mediation. peer mediation. Yeah. And so she is starting this program on our campus. Yes. I need to give that a clap. Yes, I mean, totally Mrs. Hoffpower, she's a, she's a game changer. She's changing the world. She's the Dick Van Dyke of our school. Oh, she, like wears, she wears many instruments and hats. I will tell you, she can do it all. So starting this peer mediation program and one of the groups they did anonymous um requests for advice so they passed out paper and there was a place for kids to turn it in and they could ask a question that they wanted to ask somebody to get advice on and again totally anonymous and i think they only did 
eighth graders is what I think they did for no, this. Mackenzie. Mackenzie did applied. one too. Oh, 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 for the questions. For Sorry. the questions, yeah. Okay, yeah. And so they gathered the questions. And so on the panel, when they were doing it, they would ask, they would say, here's a question from a listener. And then they would discuss it like, okay, that is a good question. How would you navigate this? So then, but one of the questions was, what do you do when you have toxic friends in your life? And like, how do you change that? So they had a really good dialogue about that. And I all of a sudden realized, not only do they have great presence, because they just were natural at this, but they were so sincere and they were so invested in answering those questions that I thought, hey, and so I asked them, would you guys be willing to do an ongoing podcast that then also can partner with our peer mediation program where people can ask questions that they need advice on, but they don't have anybody to talk to, a peer or a mentor or whatever. And so Mrs. Hoffpower is very excited about it. The students are really excited about it. And I am over the moon because this is the whole point of student podcasting, right? It's the to have student voice. So the student voice is, yes, on the podcast, but it's other people. It's having that interaction with community, having something that really means something. So that one is really cool. Another one, which doesn't sound like it's like a a really big deal for students, but it's all about ASMR. And they were really, these two don't really like to be in the spotlight, but they decided to do this. And the class is like absolutely obsessed with their podcast. They were so invested in watching this. They had been waiting because one of the students had been out. So we had to keep putting theirs off. But when they got up, the kids were so excited and like some of the things didn't go right. Like this bubble wrap popping, it didn't translate well. As you told me, not all bubble wrap is the same. I think that's true. And so that wasn't working well. And then there was something else like where they had this kind of like this squishy slime and they were trying to like squish it on there. So then you realize, okay, oh, if you bring the microphone here to compare to there. And then this one, she was like tapping her nails and the kids were so excited. They're like, what if you crinkle paper? And like, they were so excited about it. So then I talked to them and said, hey, you know, I do love this. You're going to have to obviously research some more sounds that are going to translate well, practice ahead of time. However, what if you research the whole concept of ASMR and talk about how it can be used as a relaxation technique, and then we can do possibly incorporate that into one of our SEL lessons that we teach in the in the seventh and eighth grade classrooms because kids respond well to it and they were really dialed in I won't lie I was like my brain felt like excited like it was stimulated I wanted to hear it it was really cool so that one was a surprise and then there was another one that was these two boys who need an outlet like this it's like a niche and they're big into fishing and they just love fishing they They love love fishing love fishing and so what they did was they're doing there's all about fishing tips for fishing bass specifically and just in their tiny and i haven't been able to show you this video but just in their tiny little segment i learned so much they were talking about if it's this time of day and the water is about this temperature you would use a a lure like this but if you are working in these conditions this kind of lure is better because of these situations and I was like I had no idea about (laughs) this so cool and they were so proud and the kids were really engaged in that and then another one was um uh, try not to not try not to laugh so kind of like bad dad jokes and then which was really awesome and then another one was um 
uh, kids sharing embarrassing moments. And I think that, again, that was a topic from last year that I think is just universal and they had really good chemistry and energy. And so the kids talked about, well, what did you like about this podcast? They're saying, well, I loved the energy that they had. I love their voice. I love how they talked about this. I like it. And so we talked about what do you do at the beginning of podcast? You have an intro, but then you also introduce yourselves as the host and you, you include your, your listeners. And so like just all of these processes. So when they sit down now, I feel pretty confident that what they're going to produce is going to be a higher level, a higher quality than past years because they have had experience now and kind of understand more fully the process. I feel incredibly proud about that and I feel incredibly excited for them because who knows, maybe that's something that they'll continue on with. And the cool thing was a couple of weeks ago, um, not many of these kids knew what a podcast was yeah. and you've had classes in the past. Like I love podcasts. This is my favorite podcast or this is all I listen to. And so it was so cool to kind of see that growth. And, you know, we were just so blown away the other day that a student subscribed to our podcast. <laughs> I was so excited. I, I was love like, that. you know, it's so cool. Like, you know, where you're, you're teaching them where this is going to be a big part of their lives. Like people, Mr. Galetti, he always loves to run and listen to podcasts and, uh, you, you have your people, your favorite people that you just love listening to and, you have your favorite podcast. I have my favorite podcast. And when we have a free moment, we want to just get lost in that podcast of, of telling a story. And you did such a great job of celebrating the students and their voice. And like, you got a great voice for this. And oh, the cool yeah. thing is they'd come from your class to mine and I would hear them and they're like, we went first and, you know, we were laughing and, you know, just you gave that opportunity for growth, but also like you gave them that public speaking and you gave them uh, choice like it, it was just so cool as they would come in talking about how it went and uh, the ASMR group came in and they were kind of downplaying how well it went you're like what that is that's erroneous like th theirs was awesome everybody loved it and how dialed in everyone so this is my challenge for you you need to submit some of these to the NPR podcast challenge this year. For sure. I, I told the kids that I would like to do that. I think we've narrowed it down. They're probably going to have several that are about five minutes, which is perfect. Yeah. So I, I intend to do that and they actually really want to do that as well. So I, I'm super committed to that. And you need to take this class's group of podcasts and put it on a padlet, like, you know, where you have their art, you upload the audio file where, um, I don't know how that works. I mean, I'm sure we could do something on Canva where they well, upload their art and then you just upload the audio. Well, you can because I can just do what we did at STEM night was I just did a QR code. I know, so, but if like, you have it on a Padlet, you can share and like be like, all right, this is, but you know, it's always a scary thing when you share students' examples. Like, oh, I'm going to do one on fishing too, you know? So. Yeah. Well, I want to have, I want to have these ready for STEAM night so that I can have what I intended initially was to have the podcast art with the QR code that links right to their audio file so that people can listen to these different samples on Steam Night because I am just so proud of them. And I think it's cool for families to be able to hear their, their children you know, talking intelligently about these different things, you know. And I also think it's important for kids to know that other people – are going to listen. So you have an audience and it should be well suited to your audience. But for yourself, you need to have a place to store all I these. I hear you. I will do that. 
And I don't know if we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I think my favorite thing was a student created a Google form, shared it with the class, and they were just blown away by how open and honest that uh, their classmates were. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And how serious they took this, and, and that's such a cool thing. Yeah, that was cool. They did a Google form, and they asked me, because it was their survey, because they were going to use that information in their podcast. So I pushed it out each class period and just said, hey, some of your classmates are doing a podcast. They are trying to re- to collect data. It is completely anonymous. We made sure that the form went in anonymous. And then they were just really touched because some of the people were really, really very vulnerable. However, they were also frustrated a bit because as, can, as some came in, some people were just using it as a goofball thing. And I said, this is the hard thing about you know, even for teaching, you know, we can lay it all out there and be like, this could be amazing. And you don't always have people that are willing to let their guard down. So kind of keep that in mind and know that that may, does make it a challenge and how much you should appreciate the ones that do then because it's a rare thing and it's special. You just don't, never know where this goes. And, yeah. you know, even so much, one of our favorite TV shows is based around a podcast and even though in season three the podcast isn't there as much i'm like where's the podcast like <laughs> that that kind of got us fired up to go back into it and and movies and you know every celebrity athlete has a podcast you think of uh football the kelsey brothers they have a great podcast and shout out to you because you recognized travis kelsey the other day and yes, uh, i did um i mean everyone and their mother literally has a podcast now and it, and it's so cool and uh, I have enjoyed every single episode, like one through 65. I've just enjoyed telling that story and I've enjoyed when people enjoy it and you get so excited with the countries and, and you think about that reach around the world um, and, and what tell, sharing a story is and, and your personality. And we have so much fun because it's just who we are, you know, and we love sharing the positive side of education, getting people excited. And even though if you go on TikTok, you don't feel that's the culture of education, but it can be, you know, and if you're in the right situation and you love what you do and you have supportive ad- admin and uh, you have people like your, your favorite word, booing you up, you know, and uh, so that's what I love about this medium of the podcast. Well, and just as another plug, because we do want to share resources and ideas with educators on this podcast I cannot encourage teachers enough to utilize podcasting in any capacity because really podcasting is them having the spoken word and sharing ideas. And for us, for my class, I had them pick a topic. However, I offer podcasting also periodically through the year if they want to, if that's one of the ways they want to share their knowledge about a content. So podcasting can be such an awesome partner for educators because it's like directly from their mouth. You hear exactly what they know. And I just, I, I absolutely love this as a, as a medium. So continue on. I couldn't agree. Uh, I'm going to come back to my nailed it because this kind of follows up um, with uh, what we're, what we're doing um, in ter- terms of putting things out in the world and uh, the impact it has. Now, how many years has it been since you slash I have run Moxie Girls? Well, I think 
I think the year prior to COVID, right? So 19 probably okay. was, I would say, right? I think. Yeah. Um, and totally. And of course, as I'm trying to like get this email to load, do you have your phone there? I do. Let Can me you look. see if you maybe got to click this. Uh, we re- uh, received an email. Sometimes we'll get emails out of the blue um, about the Moxie Girl page. Which do we know? Are you still paying for that to be yes, hosted? I am. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm All paying right. for two sites to be hosted, which kills me because when we signed up, you talk about what, when we signed up, what happened um, for we the were, domain. We were trying to get a moxiegirls.com. Moxiegirls was gone. So we had to get a .org, and then did we buy a... No, it was .me, or it was oh, like a oh. dot .something. It was not .org. We wanted .org, but we, we couldn't get it. Here it is. Okay. I'll give All this right. to you. All right, we're reaching across to okay, you. Here All you right, go. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, there's the pass. So so we got this email out of the blue um, about Moxie Girls, sent to both of us, which is so cool. Um, and I absolutely love that they reached out because you, you put things out in the universe and you want to have... A good return people enjoy it get excited and me and you we have no clue of our poll like we've been getting on the tiktok bandwagon and so many of your former students have graduated from high school college they're liking it and they're commenting they, they get so excited you've bumped into people be like you're on tiktok now so and i think they're just tickled to see us yeah and so but I, like the moxie thing is a website yeah but we poured and poured and poured into this yeah. And we created. And we did a like great job. Hours, days, week. Like we it's a beautiful polished thing. Check out moxiegirls.me. No, dot org. Dot org, it sorry. Is, yeah, because okay. the other one site <laughs> sends you. So that. check it out. But you know, like, you know, and mind you, it hasn't been touched in three years. And we we're going through the STEM acceleration project. Or no, no, STEM acceleration, but the uh, STEM, STEM accreditation. accreditation. Yeah. And we pulled up our website from five years ago, and it's just, you know, looking at pictures of my kids, looking at pictures of your kids, our students, uh, the things that were going on on our campus. It was just so cool. Yeah. And so I was just, you know, it, was just, it just, you're blown away. And we haven't touched this website in over three years. Yeah, for sure. You know, just haven't touched it. And, you know, three years ago, it was, you know, it was just a great thing. You Google Moxie Girls, I think it will pop up there. And so it says, hi, hope you had a wonderful weekend. I'm a member from blank. I'm not going to say the name. We're a team of teachers and experts that are to make and learn as fun and interesting as possible for students. Good job. I just really want to get in touch on behalf of my center to thank you properly for being such a wonderful help with our virtual introductory coding program. We discovered uh, the girls, moxiegirls.com, <laughs> moxiegirls.org, shout out, <laughs> and found it to be such an am- amazing reference. It really helped the kids get started with learning about coding. Thank you so much for taking the time to put together one of our youngest members, Emma, had the wonderful idea of passing along another helpful resource to you. Um, it's a website about uh, code and terms, and that's my whole SLO this year where I'm, you know, making sure the younger kids understand all these terms. I'm like, oh, I'm going to use this in my classroom. And it's a code and program glossary. Learning the terminology really helped her gain an understanding, so she thought it might be useful for others. Would you be open to M- uh, add in the student's suggestion to your page? If you find it as beneficial as we did, she can be shy. And I was so proud of her for speaking up about this resource. So if I think if, uh, so I think if I could show her others are using it to learn code and terminology too, she will be thrilled and get a little confidence boost. Plus I'm hoping it will help encourage her to keep up the amazing work. Please let us know your thoughts. Like that's just, those are just the little stories. I mean, me and you sometimes just have to pinch ourselves. Like there's no way to talk about, 
little moments we have with the day and like we might not see each other for a day and we're like, oh, I can't believe I didn't tell you this happened, this happened. And so just a little moment like that. I mean, we our last podcast was just about our community and the donors choose. And we have those moments with students, teachers, and, you know, social, social media interactions, um, people within our district, people in our PLC. And um, you forget, you know, we, we, we put try to put a lot of good out in the world and um, when we see that it means a lot to people, I think about the, the person at Target that was going into teaching and enjoyed the nailed it wall. And you had this connection. Shout to out Mrs. Holden. <laughs> you had this connection to Mrs. Copenhaver. You know, you just you just never know. And so um, uh, that email really kind of uh, um, just you know humbled us, and we just were. And and even I told you, I think a couple months ago, cancel that. Like, you know, <laughs> pull the plug. You're like. <laughs> well, and it, it is a beautiful site. It is a beautiful site. I wish that I didn't have to pay for two domains. That's uh, unfortunate. But, you know, what you're saying is we do get so, we have so much going on in our day to day with all of these student moments and with, with, you know, uh, fellow teachers, all this stuff. And what kills me is this was a beautiful beautiful email that we received and neither of us has been able been able to even respond sit down and do that because it's so impactful to so to really give that what we want to you have to schedule time and sit down and just pour a lot of feeling into the response for that because it just meant so much you can't just shoot off something quick and off the cuff because it was really impactful for us to receive that but you know, that is We the are going to add it to the website once oh, this podcast 100%. ends. 100%. I totally agree. The thing is, is that, you know, education should be this beautiful community. And when it works the way it's meant to work and people share and they're generous with their knowledge and experiences and failures and successes, it is the most magical thing, a community to be a part of. And I feel incredibly fortunate that we have each other as that resource but then we are blessed with some other really incredible people in our lives as well that we have the pleasure to work with and I just think man that just takes education and and being an educator to a different level and I do not take that lightly uh, I, I loved it and uh, thank you for reaching out we're going to share the podcast with her uh, once uh, this is published yeah, and we apologize for the, the delay in our response yeah. we're teachers we're yeah. busy and we're as, as you are as well so uh, shout out for for getting girls excited about yes. computer science and coding yes. it is the future Hi, so Emma. Uh, yeah uh, well we weren't going to say student names you but, already said her name okay. multiple times okay <laughs> fail on my part well I didn't say the center all yeah. right um <laughs> Well, you know, you are changing the world, Emma, and uh, we know you're going to do great things with us. So, yeah, be uh, confident. We believe in you. And we're happy to be part of your journey there. Um, I'm just just humbled, I think. And speaking of humble pie, this past, I got to talk about, I haven't had a, a failed it in a while, and I, I got to share about my failed it. And so this past year, I was part of this Arizona State uh, STEM acceleration project where you did lesson plans, you did PD hours, and um, you had access to all these amazing things. They had 507 teachers throughout the state of Arizona. They created like a consortium, or what's that word? Like uh, a, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah, go ahead. You know, but like uh, just like this mecca of STEM lessons that are available to anyone throughout the world. And 
Um, they're doing something that's never been done like in STEM education to this level. And uh, it really humbled me in the sense of how many cool things are happening in classrooms just throughout the state of Arizona and STEM teachers and what they're doing. Um, you went to California, I think, last year when the application was due and mm-hmm. you missed it by like one day. Yeah. Like, um, I think you had to drive out there or fly out there. I'm like, you got to get this in. Uh, so I was so honored to be a part of it. Um, but, you know, lesson planning is not my my forte. It's not my, my strong suit. And I, I dragged my feet for it and uh, trying to get everything in, like all these things at the last minute. And, uh, I didn't do my best work. Well, your lesson plans were beautiful. So you did your best work there. Just time I could have done better. Yeah. I could have done better with getting everything done. And, I mean, you know, I went to ISTE and something I've never done before. PD, you did great. uh, Crushed the PD game, um, applied, got my application in. So they went from 500 teachers to 400 teachers. And everyone in my PLC, they, they, they got renewed for a year or two. Um, I did not uh, get renewed for year two, and I'm trying to find the button. Where's my sad trombone? Oh, here it is. All right. And every everyone everyone in my uh, uh, PLC, they're like they're like, God, that's an outrage, you know, like you know. And I was like, ah, I didn't I didn't work my hardest. I didn't deserve it. And I even told you like you um, I w- I was just so thankful for um, one rodeo and. You know, as a younger teacher, like if I didn't, if we didn't get a grant, I'd be so upset. I'm like, I'm never shopping there again. Like, how <laughs> dare they not love our idea? And uh, that's me just being more humble. I mean, like, ah, oh, you know what? I could have done better. I could have been more organized, could have done better responding to emails and, and not wait to the last moment. So procrastination cost me in the end, literally and metaphorically. And and I'm okay with it. And um, I'm so okay with it because, um, like you talked about, uh, a door closing and, and a window opening. And so um, I am reflective as an older teacher, as an older person. And I, I could not be prouder of me just accepting some, some would deem it a failure or an outrage or, or not fair. And I'm like, no. I could have done better. I, I need to own this. I was like, I didn't put my best foot forward. And I'm glad that they held me accountable that I didn't deserve this. Well, but I would like to say, and we're not talking about announcements this week, but well, the other thing that goes along with it, it is it's, we just don't always know the behind the scenes. And that's with the organization, but then also just big picture. And we don't always know why things don't come together in the moment, but you know, when we did our announcements application process, there were a lot of kids that it wasn't anything that they did wrong. It just we had to make a choice at the end. And there's a lot of components that are going into that STEM program where they're trying to have a lot of versatility and widespread representation, which is awesome. And so it could be that you did everything right and you know, they're trying to do certain things too. So I think it's probably a combination of both, but it's not always necessarily when we don't get something because we did something wrong. It's just, it, you know, we don't see the behind the scenes. One door closes people and a window, find that window open. Sometimes it's French doors. Oh, oh beautiful. <laughs> Expensive. Yeah, you know? that's what, what, I'm what would those cost to get yeah, in a classroom? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> All right. We're going to end it on that note, people. Uh, keep changing the world out there. Shout out to you, Emma. 
podcasting. It's the future. Uh, your eighth grader is what you've done with uh, the open forum in front of their students. Like you took this podcast and unit to a whole new level. And I, I, I say it over and over. I just marvel at the things that you're doing with your students right back at and, you. and the culture that you have in your classroom. As we always say, people, if you can be anything, be kind. Hey, if you're on social media, you can find me on Twitter, aka x.com. Search up Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton. If you're a TikToker, we are on TikTok, Suck. people. Having so much fun. <laughs> uh, so search up Christy Schofield or the ICC, and you can find us there. If you enjoy this podcast, we like coffee. You can get us, a, buy me a coffee. Check out that website uh, where it supports freelance podcasters, creators uh, like ourselves. Uh, search up Mr. Lane, the STEM guy.